Hello, good evening, and welcome back to La Magicast. Uh, welcome to episode 150, which is actually the season preview of the 2022-2023 season coming ahead. Uh, Serie A kicks off this weekend. Roma away in Salerno against Salernitana on Sunday evening. With me tonight is one other person, and it's been a while. It's been a minute. Sam, how are we? How is the Florida weather? I bet it's probably the same over here in the UK because we're in a, a bit of a a bit of a nice weather. We're at 28 degrees here in the UK at the moment. Yeah, hello, Scott. How are you? It's, I'm really glad to be here with you. Uh, yeah, it's hot in Florida, man. It's hot, but it's hot all year round here, so we're really used to it. My, I'm I'm 95 Fahrenheit right now. I don't know what that is in Celsius. It's very hot and very humid. But just Florida, just Florida, and you know we 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 find we we find things to do over here. You know it's not too bad. It's not too bad. I'm slightly jealous that you get all the hot weather all year round. We get it for about two months here in the UK. Um, yeah. It's been hot for about five or six days. Um, when I did Roma Press podcast a couple of weeks ago, that was hot. It, I think it got to 34, 35 degrees mm. or in the UK. Uh, I'm off to Rome in a couple of weeks, so that's going to get to about 38, 39. I've been to Rome in August before, um, a couple of years ago to watch the Udinese game, and that was hot. I'm off to the Monza game in a couple of weeks. Um, I'll be meeting up with Sterling, who <laughs> I think most of you guys know on social media. We're sat together in the Curvenord, so I'm really looking forward to that. But Awesome. A transatlantic relationship meeting up for the first person, first time. Uh, it's been a, it's been a while. It's joy. It's been three years since my last Roma game. I'm really looking forward to it. So, season starts at the weekend. Sam, you excited? Football, yes. Serie A football's back for us. Like for me in the UK, Premier League came back last week. Football League was and Scottish football was back the, the week before. Liga was back last week. So is the Bundesliga. La Liga's back this Friday. Football's coming back, man. You excited? I'm super excited, and I'm no, I'm not the best because I don't watch a lot of Premier League. I don't watch a lot of La Liga. I don't watch a lot of League On. I watch Serie A. Um, so I'm super excited, super pumped uh, for the weekend. And, and listen, uh, this is probably the the Mercato that has the Romanis the Romanismo feeling the best in a long, long time. Right? I think mm-hmm. we can agree on that. Oh, without doubt. Um, what was your thoughts about the transfer Mercato up to date? We are recording. It's the 10th of August. So it's what, just under three weeks left? Yes, um, about three weeks. So t- September 1st. This, yeah, uh, September Mercato 1st. What's your thoughts on the Mercato so far? Because we've had Dybala. Um, we've had rumours about Zaniolo. We Matic, GD Wijnaldum. I'm not going to sing the song, I promise. But it has <laughs> been stuck in my head for about a week. We- he, he- he cracked a big smile on his way to the pitch. He's <laughs> like, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. Um, that's going to go viral. Uh, that that chant. It, Liverpool had the chant for him when he was so, now the last time we're here. I'm sure of that. Yeah, um, I will probably hear it in a couple of weeks. I'll probably I'll be humming it on over the weekend. Um, <laughs> like. Seki Celik's come in. Um, Spinazzola's back for a full preseason. Um, Belotti, maybe, maybe, an, uh, maybe another player. Um, but what's your thoughts on the transfer window so far? Oh, sorry, I forget Milas Filia as well. But what's your thoughts so far? It's been quite a good window. 
quite a phenomenal window that started a little bit slow. I don't know mm. if you remember, and then a lot of people were doing having a little bit of criticism and having a go at the freaking. It's always a little bit slow, and Mourinho is feeling a little bit impatient. That's, that's this is even when the Mercado ha, ha, hasn't even started, right? It was back in June when we had a, before we had Esbilar. I mean, he was on paper, but he wasn't official yet, or Matic, and, and there weren't any other big names going around. At that point, Dybala, mid-June, sounded like a, like a dream for most of Roma fans, right? And as the week developed, and the Mercato actually opened, I think and uh, Thiago Pinto and the Friedkins have done a phenomenal job of improving this squad in every, in every aspect, right? I think every, every single part of the, in the squad, you can say, oh, there's, comp- there's going to be competition over there, right? Um, the midfield is where we needed the most help. And I think we've gotten there, right? We've gotten there already. Uh, we have solid players. I think we have players because you can make the argument that players like Beretut, especially towards the end, and, and even Sergio Oliveira, um, they were very one-dimensional. They didn't make, let's say, if we have Brian, Brian Cristante, they didn't make Brian Cristante a better player. I feel like Wignaldun and even Matic can make make the most out of out of, uh, out of Brian Cristante when he, in his turn to play. I think so. So I think overall the midfield has improved significantly. Whether we see Matic and Wignaldun or Matic and, and Cristante or, or another kind of combination. I think um, there's competition on every part of, of the pitch. You know, the right, the right flank. Uh, we were desperately needed somebody to give a breather to Rick Carsop, and I think uh, Telich it's more than more than uh, adequate uh, to to fight the position with him. Like he comes from league on, he won the league not long ago. So every single player that has come, I think, has improved the squad. And you can make the argument that anybody that has come uh, can be automatic starter. Obviously, the battling way now, don't right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and maybe a maybe a, a rooster as well, Andrea Bellotti. Do you expect that to come out over the line in the next couple of days if Aldor Shamaradov departs Rome to go to Bologna? I know that that's in the works, or that may have stalled. But Bellotti, that'd be a good backup for um, Tammy Abraham, who did play quite a lot of football last season. Yeah, I think I think Velotti is what, and then I think this is obvious, right? What everybody thinks. It's uh, Velotti has that type of player that that just runs and, and grinta and and just gives everything and fights for every ball. The kind of like the cliche that everybody says, the Mourinho type of player, right? Mm. I think he will fit perfectly. Uh, uh, and he not old. He, how old is Velotti? Twenty eight. He's coming. Yeah, twenty eight. Well, it's supposed to be the beginning of his prime, right? right? Which is surprising that we're getting players like that. I mean, Melotti's not a big of a name anymore, maybe, but Dybala and these players at that age is really surprising, really unbelievable what Diego Pinto and uh, and the Fritins are doing, really. So me and Imran did a podcast, what, a couple of weeks ago about Dybala. We were still in shock. How do you feel about it a couple of weeks later? Has it really sunk in? Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable. It was really. I think right now we are. We went from listen. We this is a squad that it needs to needs to fight for fourth. I think mm-hmm. we went from that to we need to make fourth. I mean, yeah. we need to make top fourth. I think that is not even up for debate anymore, right? I think with this squad, uh, top four is is is. And I probably want to talk about it in a little bit. And I'm jumping and jumping uh, oh, topics, no, 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 but top fine. four <laughs> top four is uh, what we should be aiming, right? Uh, I think. There's no more, oh, you know, this team is not good enough. This team is definitely good enough to make tough, especially with how the other teams, Napoli, and I don't really see the same. Maybe Juventus is a good team, but I don't see the team dominating. Inter has gotten better. Lukaku has come back. Maybe Inter is a little bit ahead of the rest. Maybe Milan, 
but uh, but I think top four is up for grabs, and, and it's Roma's to lose. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, how do you feel about the outs? There was a couple of outs this week. Um, oh, our man, Gonzalo Villar, has gone to Sampdoria on loan to, I think it's a loan to buy deal. I think Sampdoria can buy him, is it, uh, is it 10, 8 to 10 million euros? I know Mikael Darmsberg has just left. Uh, sorry, Mikael Damsgaard, sorry, uh, has just left uh, Sampdoria to go to Brentford. Um, also, Carlos Perez is that is left he's gone to Celta Vigo so our Spanish connection of I think we had four or five Spanish players from a couple of years ago I think they're all gone yeah no more. yeah La Roma no habla español anymore yeah um, yeah I mean th- those those are the type of players that, that needed to go right I mean the conversation last summer what was the conversation last summer oh, we need to get rid of players we need to get rid of players this summer less right so and we're doing that. Tiago Pinto is getting the job done, right? Mm. Uh, the only one, that, the only one that is in in limbo is Diawara, right? I think yeah. that guy just wants to get a, ch- a paycheck until his contract runs out, and then this, this, I mean, what do you can you do with a player that just wants to get paid? I mean, there's not much you can do, right? But besides that, Pinto is getting it done, right? I think, I think, I don't know. I mean, hear me out here. I mean, the first Mercato last last year, getting rid of players, this Mercato solidifying the squad. If the results are with that on the pitch. If the results are without the pitch and we make Champions League next year, I think Thiago Pinto and the Friedkins, they want to have a Champions League Mercato next year, right? Oh, of course, what does yeah. that mean? What does that mean? Going for even better players, but not having the worry of having to offload. They don't want to have to offload. So that obligation to buy or like option to buy for uh, Carles Perez and Villar, hopefully they, they have they, they see minutes. And this, those are type of clubs where they can see minutes, right? So hopefully they do a good job and then those things take those clubs take those options and then we don't find ourselves in this situation next year where we have to offload that many players, right? Yeah. Meaning meaning we focus on bringing players Strength, in and we have a yeah. Champions League Mercato, right? We can focus on that. Yeah, just strengthening the squad of, of adding a couple of players. Excuse me. We also saw Jordan Veritu, uh leave. He joined permanently to go to Marseille. Um, three years in Rome. I would say the first two years were fantastic and last year was not so great. Would you agree with that, Sam? I agree. Uh, he went from height and low, low, low. He ended a season decent the last few matches, but not enough. I think it was a change of air. It was best for everybody. He has a lot yeah. of controversy with his wife and he has a lot of stuff going on. Yes, that's and a I think topic. I think a change, of, a change of place for him and, and what he was giving to the team and for that salary, I think... It was time to move him, right? It was time to get a, to get to get to get to, maybe to do the next level. I think we have done it. I think in, on paper, right? In the preview, we have done it. Yeah. Uh, so I was on the Marseille View podcast. Thank you for the, the guys who sending me a, a message last week to join on. Um, if Roma ever get Marseille in a, in a European competition, well, they're happy to have them on the Magicast. They're and a they, friend of us, you know, Paul yes. Lopez and Cengiz Sander. They 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 done, they, yeah. they help us out in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, they were talk, talking to me about the what happened off the field problems, also the COVID problems that um they had. Uh, remember for his wife's birthday party, she tested positive for COVID and they threw a birthday party and then was it four or five players tested positive Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it was after the Rome derby yeah uh, not not great but farewell Jordan your first two years at Rome were fantastic last year after a very strong start didn't end particularly but thank you very much Um, I will miss your goals especially your penalties um, and your late runs into the box but final question about the transfer Mercato today what would you rate it out of 10 or is that too much of a, a broad 
broader question. Um, I mean, I like to have this question at the end of the Mercato, yeah, but, as yeah, of, but, as of, but as of right now, oh my gosh, I think closer to nine, man. This is a good Mercato. This is an exciting Mercato, maybe 9.5. I would give it. This, uh, those guys have done unbelievable. It's been a strong window. I think Roma have probably been the, the strong winners in Serie A this season. Um, maybe probably close with Milan with the, the couple of signings they made. There was uh, the Belgian player, Charles de Cattare, um mm-hmm. from Club Rouge. Oh my God, he looks outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got uh, Yassine Adli back on loan from Bordeaux, uh, where Bordeaux got relegated last season. Um, into they a, lost Kessie though, which yeah, is a big Kessie, loss. Yeah, it's a big loss, but they got Benesir. Benesir and Tenali in midfield next season could be very, very strong. Yep. But I think Rome has done very well. I would give it a nine if they can get Belotti, I'll probably get it to a 9.5. And if they get the players that they want to get off the books, a 10. I'll give it a 10. Yeah, yeah. He, whis- he whispers it's quietly. Unbelievable that we're even doing these numbers. I asked Romanisi that we're so conservative for so many years. I know. I know. And just to think, Roma has spent, what, 7 million That's euros? That's another thing. Remember last year, we're talking about 95, 97. Yeah. Oh, oh, granted, not all at once, over no. over years, but over I mean, years, 95, yeah. 97, now we see 7, not even seven, over 10, yeah. with these type of players coming in. It's really unbelievable. The transition from last season to this season so far, um, it's been it's good. Um, I imagine, like me, you didn't keep abreast of preseason or watch any of the games. I know we've talked about it in the past, ep- like last season. I watched one preseason game this season. That was the Porto Manense game. Um, I missed the last couple because I was I was at football or coming away back from London, so I didn't get to watch the Shakhtar game or. The Spurs game, I imagine you didn't catch much of preseason. Not much either. I watched the last 20 of the Spurs game and maybe the second half of the Shakhtar. Um, and I watched the goals, obviously. That, yeah. The first goal, the first play, the combination of Dybala, Pellegrini, Abraham. And that was nice, exciting. I mean, again, I mean, if we jump, get into the, the match, I mean, I don't think Shakhtar is a good thermometer for us at the moment. Yeah, they're going because through they some Because they come a lot of yeah. football, they play a couple of friendlies, but... But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Cremonese, the, everything starts in, this weekend. So Cremonese... Uh, no, we started Salernitana. That's Salernitana, right. Salernitana, yeah. Salernitana first. Salernitana away. So we'll see then. We'll see then. Hopefully we'll have a strong start, right? A strong start is what we need. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on this season? Um, I put a tweet out. This, uh, let me have a look. What time did I put this out? Ah, almost 11 a.m. Um, I said... Uh, I'll read out. We're we're okay for time. Uh, Good morning. Sorry for the lack of podcasts recently, but we are recording a preview for the season this week. We want to know your predictions on how Roma will do in Serie A, Europa League, and Coppa Italia. Also, who will be your your top goal scorer, standout player, and breakout player? Um, We got a couple of replies. Sam, I'll come to you in a moment. So we've got got three, um, and it's all around the same sort of area. Uh, Lee Roberts, who was one of our guests uh, a couple of weeks uh, last month? Uh, he says uh, at Lee underscore R nineteen eighty nine Serie A fourth UEL quarterfinals Coppa Italia winner uh, top goal scorer is Tammy breakout player Bove particularly in the Europa League and Coppa Italia um, Maltese Roma um, he said Serie A fourth or fifth UEL semifinals. Dash knocked out by Arsenal. <laughs> Coppa Italia finals. Top goal scorer Abraham. Breakout player Bove. And Michael 
Barba, sorry, Michael Barbaro. Sorry, sorry, Michael, for absolutely botched your surname. Sorry. Um, at M Barbo 1994. Uh, Serie A third, UE out semis, Copa Italia finalist, top, go- top scorer, Tammy, and breakout player, Bove or Christian Valparto. That's not, not a bad shout. Um, are you in the same sort of ballpark? Yeah, yeah. I, I have us at third, fourth. I'm going to be conservative and say fourth. Um, because I see Inter, Milan, and maybe Juventus taking those mm. first three uh, top spot, spots. Um, so I'm going to say fourth, and we come back to Champions League, and we have the Champions League Mercato next year, the real Champions League Mercato next year, right? And I don't want to ahead of myself too much. Um, <laughs> You've gone a year too early. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't usually like Mercato, which is the funny thing, but it, what, 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 what they did this year, I mean, you, can, you can't help but be excited, right? Oh, yeah. Um, UEFA Europa League. Right, got, quarters, quarters, semis, yeah. quarters, semis. I see us over there. And I, I mean, the Coppa Italia seems very attractive this year for everybody. You know, the 10th, the 10th Coppa, you get the silver, the silver start above the, above the stem on the shirt. So, I mean, I think for me, it has always been an exciting time. in a tournament that I want to win. I want to get the 10th. Coppa Italia, right? I've been wanting that for a long time, and I feel like Coppa Italia has been a curse for us. It was such a good tournament for us from mid-2000s all the way to the early beginning of the last decade, but since then, since we, the black day in history in 2013, it has been just painful to every time Roma has played Coppa Italia. Hopefully that changes this year, that mentality changes this year, um, and we're able to get that 10 star. So I'm going to go Coppa Italia winners, and then what, are we, what else? We have top scorer. I'm going to say Tammy Abraham. Yeah. He had 17 goals last year, so he's, I'm going to say he's going to stay around there. Um, around, yes, around that area, because we have a lot of play, other players that can score too, right? Mm. Um, standout player, standout player. Or breakout, breakout player. And breakout player, standout and breakout. Breakout, uh, Bobby, yeah, but yeah. He, seems, he shows good things. He shows good things, yeah. I like, and standout player of the, I'm going to go ahead and say this year is going to be where he he actually solidified it last year, but he, this year he actually establishes himself. I'm going to go say that this is going to be the best year in Lorenzo Pellegrini's career. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. That's my guy for, yeah. for a standout player of the year. That's that's a very good shout. I'm also going top four. I think Roma will get fourth. I do think either one of the Milan clubs or Juventus will be top three. I have no idea which order. But yeah. I do feel that's tough. That's tough. It's a tough Juventus sort of look a little bit better, even though they got walloped by Atletico Madrid in the preseason friendly. I think it was four nil. That the game that had to be rearranged. Um, they brought in Bremer, which I, I don't know how he would work in a in an Allegri system along with an Ivan Juric system. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. I do think Roma are equipped for top four. I think it's going to be quite tight with Lazio. Lazio, have had, I, I know people don't want to hear this, but I think Lazio have had a strong window. Napoli are going to be sort of rebuilding, but they could be losing one of their best midfielders because he's out of contract next summer in Fabian Ruiz. You can't um, count them out, though. They're going to fight. They're going to fight, yeah. I think Atalanta will fight after last season. I think it's going to be close. I think Roma will have the quality for top four, especially in attack. I want to win the Coppa Italia. As you say, it's been a while. Um was it 2008 was the last time Roma yep. won it and uh, it was 2013 was the last time they got to a final and we don't talk about that day um and i think the last time i think the last couple of times they got to the semi-final was what 2017 2018 around then um yeah but, i don't even remember that yeah 
uh, Europa League, as long as they get to the knockout stages and do well, um, I expect Jose to do some squad rotation. Roma are going into the Europa League as Conference League winners. Um, I think Zaniola, sorry, not Zaniola, I think Tammy will be top goal scorer. But standout player, I'm going to go for, oh, this is so tough. I think Spinazzola, I feel he's going to have a really strong year, but I think Pellegrini and... Tami are going to be the standout players. And I think Zaleski and Eduardo Bove are going to have another breakout sort of renaissance. Zaleski, oh, he's such a gem. I think he's one of the best young players to come out of Primavera in a long, long while. And I really... Nice surprise. Nice surprise. Nice, he yeah. just came along and, and when, when we needed him and he stepped in and he never left. He's oh, fit no. in. Yeah. Um, it's a damning that Spurs won him, but I think Spurs are off after uh, Destiny Odoje from Udinese. So I think we're okay there. But uh, yeah, I think Eduardo Bove could have a, a strong, strong uh, campaign if he gets some minutes in the. Uh, in the He's Copa a Italia. solid midfielder, right? Yeah. Not very flashy, but very, very good in everything he does. Yeah, um, in one of the games I watched, he played at centre back. He played as the third centre back in uh, in a game against. Very Portland. smart. He knows yeah. where the position when when to ask for the ball. Yeah, no, he has. I think he has all the tools to be a really good player. And also watch out for Valparto. I think he if he could come on if Roma are struggling. He's got a lovely left foot. And remember, scored on his day. Oh, it was his debut against Hellas. But yeah, I think I'm really confident, and it all kicks off. At the weekend, it's it's been a while for Serie. A. Um, Sam, your thoughts on Sunday? Salernitana away last season. It was the second game of the season, and Roma won four 0 Pellegrini with two, Tammy Abraham with one, and I think it was Jordan Verity with the other. All goals came in the second half. It was Roma's crazy start to last season, where they won the first six games in all competitions. But are you confident going in against Salernitana, who lost their best player of last? the last six months of last season in Edison, who's gone Don't to Don't they have a Bodo, Bodo Glimp player now? I think uh, in yes, the patron's, it's, programs, patrons chat said that, and I haven't double-checked. Bottheim, that's interesting. I, I think it's Eric Bottheim. I think it is, yeah. So I think he, the, the, the scourge of, uh, <laughs> of, of that. I of, think we should be able to take care of business, right? I think start with a solid three points and consolidate it against Cremonese at home to... to before we travel to to the Juventus Arena, I think will be the best way to 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 get into the Juventus Arena, right? With the six points in the in, in the bag against Salernitana away in Cremonese at home, I think there is no excuse. Um, we play. I think we have a great team. We have a lot of depth. They've been playing well. This is for real. It's time to show it. I think. Uh, I think we should be able to take care of business against Salernitana. And this is again. This goes with the line of everything with a. Well, fresh air this this season, right? Because if you ask me this in other years, I would have been I would have been Roma away on the road. These are the points that you miss at the, at the end of the season, you know. So we gotta be a little bit skeptical. But you know what? Not this year. I think this year Roma is gonna take care of business, and hopefully, hopefully, I don't eat my words, and, and we start with six points against Salernitana and Cremonese. Yeah. So it is Eric Potheim has joined. Um, they've also got um, uh, they signed permanent deal for. Emil Bahainen, um, so they've sorry they've got Matteo Lovato on loan from Atalanta, uh, Federico Bonazzoli, um, Braderich from Lille, um, yeah. So they're looking looking quite good. I think Davide Nicola did an absolute wonderful job, 
and Botheim, um, the nightmare of Norway <laughs> in November. Ah, oh, joy. So we look forward to Is that. Is Frank Rivery still with them? Uh, Frank Rivery still with them, Yeah, right? I think he scored in the preseason friendly uh, against the Polish side. Facio's with them, Federico Facio. Yeah, so they lost right. um, They lost Milan Juric, the, the tall striker. He's gone to Hellas Verona. Edison's gone to Atalanta. He's got that, that big move. I think he was one of the standout players for them in the latter half of last season. Davide Nicola is the coach. He signed a contract extension to 2024. Uh, he was appointed just after Valentine's Day la, uh, in earlier this year and did such a wonderful job in the latter half of last season to keep them up on the last day of the season when they got beat 4-0 by um by Udinese and Cagliari only drew nil nil away at Venezia but yeah Roma start away in Salerno and then they got the game the following Monday uh eight days later against Cremonese and what is it Sam it's a sellout it was announced today it was a sellout um so that's quite good. And then you've got Juventus and then you've got Monza. And I think it's, I think it's Udinese, which is the fifth game of the season. So it's quite a, a strong start to the season. But Salantana are away on Sunday, Sunday evening. I'm hoping for a strong start. I'm hoping for a win. I don't think it'll be the 4-0 of last season. I think it might be like a 2-0 or a 3-1. What would you, you get? Three points. Yeah, just get the three points, start the season strong. And then it's a Cremonese game in front of 60,000 people on a Monday evening. It's the early Monday evening kickoff. So it's a half six kickoff in, in Italy. And then you've got Juventus, what, six days later in Turin. And then the, the Monza game, which I'm off to on the Tuesday night. So it's quite a compact, quick start to the season because it's a World Cup year. All the games have been condensed into three months before they break for six weeks to start the World Cup, which starts in middle of November and finishes just before Christmas. And I think Serie A returns at the beginning of January. So, yeah. First week, yes. Yeah. So, Sam, excited. Football is, <laughs> Serie A football is back because we had we had the Coppa Italia last week. There was, um, I, I think I caught a little bit of seven games, but I think Roma have caught Spal in the next stage of the Coppa Italia um, in the latter half. So, yeah, it could be quite interesting to see. But, Sam, football's back. We're looking it's forward a, to it. It's amazing. And you talk about, you know, you, I don't I don't want to give uh, um, leave the show without giving a shout to the Fritkins again, no? because you yes, were talking yes. about earlier about the 60,000 people against Cremonese, 60,000 pe- people against Shakhtar Donetsk for, for the last friendly. Think about think about this. Remember that bonsai match against Real <laughs> yeah, Madrid? That yeah. was a friendly. We had 30,000. That was Real Madrid in 2008, pre-pandemic. Yeah, 30,000 yeah. people in the stadium. Now for this year, 2019, 2022, what the freaking are doing, how the old Romanism is with 60,000 people for a friendly match. That just goes to show what the freaking are doing. Big shout to them. I've seen from everything, from day one, you know, when they got here, they, we have so many big problems, six changes on the field. Uh, 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 teams getting players getting suspended for for the Aguara losing points like it, the whole thing was a mess. Yeah, the whole thing was a mess. They they came they two years that is their anniversary like two years just past of them arriving to Rome right. Two years they have added professionalism. They have they're business people right. They've. 
they they put the right people in place, even even if they receive a lot of criticism when they first arrived because they weren't so-called football people and they use a system kind of like Moneyball or some kind of algorithm. I don't know the algorithm, but that's what they use, right, to find the new director. And mm -hmm. they receive a lot of hidden criticism for that, even from Walter Sabatini, right? But look, it has worked out, right? So they must be doing something right. They know what they're doing, and I trust them. You know, at that at, at this point, they, they've shown that they're the way to go, right? And they don't talk that much. They just work, and they just with actions they show. Hopefully, it gets translated into the pitch. But listen, off the pitch, everything that's going on, listen, regardless of a transfer market, we can have a good transfer market, a bad transfer market, a decent transfer market. What I see from Roma as a as a societa, it's it's positive, man. I think we're growing and we're growing the brand overall. So I'm very happy with them, and and then I wish they stick around for a long time. Right? And they have deep pockets too, which helps a lot. I completely agree with that. And what they've done for ticket prices for the stadium, that's what's attracting the sixty thousand people mm -hmm. to come in week in week out. I paid twenty twenty two euros, which is twenty pounds, for a seat. And evidently, it's in the Curve Nord, which is I know the view is not great behind the goal, but hey ho, it is what it is. Uh, I've never sat in the Curve Nord. I've, I've been in the distinct. I never sat in the Curve Nord either. I've been in the distinct Sud. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've been in the, the Tribune Tavere and the Destini Sud. Excellent views both round, but twenty two euros for a seat behind the goal. That that's 20 quid i paid that for a league two game away ticket which uh, for the first game of the season that is mad and i i That's absolutely crazy. adore what they're doing for for ticket prices i wonder it's, what the monte mario are oh I, like, i like to go to monte mario it's like 50 little spoil yeah i think you've got to be uh deep pockets <laughs> <laughs> A mortgage. You've got to have a, a good a good mortgage man and a good wage. I think it's like fifty to seventy euros. But ticket prices excellent. I you'll get a lot of people coming to to Roma games this season. I think the feel good factor is back. Would you, yeah. as a final thought, as as we're going to wrap up because Sam is very very busy. <laughs> He has to <laughs> pop off in a second. But yeah, I think the feel good factor is back, and I'm really looking forward to football the Serie A season with Roma and J Mourinho ball and we're going to get behind the microphone a lot more because this is so exciting and yeah. hopefully like you said we, we Roma gets the three points over the weekend so we have we're happy next week when we're recording but I mean listen with our team hopefully and this is another topic we're probably going to talk about before the end of the transfer mercato the Saniolo topic but I think this late in the market I don't think I don't think listen what are they thinking over there if we lose Saniolo we have to bring in somebody right I don't think they're going to find somebody that good. I, I think they're looking for a problem in the sales Saniolo at this point. But we'll yeah. see how that develops. And, and then we'll be sure we'll be talking about that. But yeah, like you said, super excited, super pumped for Sadia to be back. Yeah. Um, Sam, thank you very much for joining me tonight on a, a Wednesday evening. I know you're very busy and you're very short for time. I think we've wrapped it up just in time for what you have no. to do in a minute. Um <laughs> Guys, you thank you for having me. This yeah. is awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And we'll be behind the microphones way more often. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Work has been very busy for me and I imagine for all the rest of the guys who, who we do have on the pod. But um, thank you very much to Sam. Uh, you can find us at lamagecast.com. You find all our podcasts on the website. You can find all our uh, podcasts on the podcast platform. So yeah, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Pop been etc etc sam it's been a while but thank you very much for joining me tonight it's been an absolute pleasure and we've wrapped it up in a very quick time 
Yeah, it was, we did great. We covered a lot of topics. We covered a lot of ground in this 30 minutes. So that was awesome. Thank you, Scott. Thank you so much. No worries. Uh, I, uh, just thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Forza Roma, and please start the season strong against uh, San Antonio. We'd love the three points to start the season strong. Champions League football is on the horizon. Thank you very much. Ciao. Ciao.